Government health warning. Feline origin respiratory tract infection, commonly known as cat flu, is a virus spread by domestic house cats. Although the virus is not especially serious, it is extremely contagious. You can avoid infection by keeping your contact with cats to a minimum. If you have a cat, please keep it indoors until the epidemic is over. Thank you. No one called it cat flu except on the news. Everyone called it killer kittens, especially my mom. We didn't have a cat, but we did have a cat flap. The people who lived in our house before us put it there. Mom nailed up the cat flap and spread anti-cat pellets all over the back garden. Don't be scared, love, said Dad. No one else is scared. Just because no one else is scared doesn't mean things are not scary, said Mum. She was definitely right about this, by the way. No one else was scared the day we started at Handsworth High. I was scared, and I was 100% right to be scared, because on the very first morning, Grim Comiskey took my bag off me, rooted around inside, took out my sandwiches and ate them right in my face. Bonnie Crew, the girl with the world's longest ponytail, said to him, Why don't you pick on someone your own size? There is no one my own size, growled Grim, through a mouthful of my lunch. And if there was, why would I take the risk? It's much safer for me to pick on someone I know I can squash like a bug. That makes sense, said Bonnie, and skipped off with her ponytail swinging from side to side. Dad explained to Mom that the virus wasn't serious anyway. It caused flu-like symptoms and drowsiness. Plus, even if you had a cat, you only had a 10% chance of catching it. If there's a 10% chance of catching it, said Mom. That means 10% of people will catch it. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't. If 10% of people catch it, that will mean 10% of people are off work. What if those people are the people who deliver flour to the bakeries or milk from the dairies? What if they are the people who take the food to the supermarkets? Or the people who open the supermarkets in the morning? What then? That'll mean there won't be enough food to go round. And people will be rioting for food. And what if some of the people who are too sick to go to work are policemen? Then there won't be any policemen to stop the rioters rioting. And what then? A total breakdown in law and order, all because of kittens. I think the chances of that about 0.001%, said Dad. There's nothing to worry about, or only 0.001%. Mum bought about a million tins of Spam and ten tonnes of pasta, she didn't buy them in one big lot from one big shop, because people might see her, then copy her, and that might trigger a wave of panic buying. She also bought a camping stove with its own gas canister, and loads of matches and candles in case the electricity went off, and she made us keep the bath filled up with cold water in case the water went off. Now I'm not scared, she said. Now I'm prepared. 
Don't Be Scared, Be Prepared is the name of a book Dad had bought for her. Under the title it said, Dangerous situations are not dangerous if you know what to do. It tells you what to do about wasp stings, how to light a fire with no matches, how to catch, skin and cook rabbits, how to stop a nosebleed, and what to do in the event of a total breakdown of law and order in society, etc., and how to deal with bullies. Until then, everything I'd done to try and stop Grim Comiskey picking on me had failed. There was the night I tried to stop him from throwing my bag off the back of the bus by giving my bag to my big sister, Kira, who went home on the late bus. Instead of